English language theater got a boost in Taiwan last year when the Lab Space set up shop in Taipei's Beitou District. It's already hosted four runs of English language stage productions by the Butterfly Effect Theater Company, and now. It's rounding out its first season with a theatrical thriller, Wait Until Dark, which is running through the end of this week. The guy who runs the whole thing is producer director Brooke Hall, and we've actually spoken with him on the show before. That was all the way back last year when the theater was just opening up. At the time,、uh, he told us that he had some pretty big plans for his new space. Well, now one year in, the rubber has hit the road, and I thought we should check in and see how things are going. And、uh, what do you know? We have him on the line、uh, to tell us just that. So, Brooke Hall, thanks for joining us today. Hey, thanks a lot. So, just to start things off, just so our audience can、uh, picture what you've set up out there,、uh, tell us a little bit about this space that you've been running for a year now. Okay. Well, what we have is a very simple black box theater, and by black box, I mean it's just a literal. Black floors, black walls, black ceiling space.、Um, it's a it's a rectangular space, but we are able to make that space into anything we want it to be. We have a capacity of anywhere from 50 to 90 people, depending on how we seat the audience. And so, that's allowed us over this last year. We've we've presented. We're now into our fifth show. Um, to really change every time the audience comes in, one of the one of the the most common refrains that we hear is, "Wow, it looks totally different from the last time I was here." And so we have a very simple simple space that that sits in what was originally a, a warehouse. It's a it's a clothing warehouse. It's in this arts collective called Polymer, and we are one of the many studios that sit in there. And in our little space called the lab, we're able to create many different worlds. So when we spoke a year ago, you were telling me that one of the big motivations for setting up this space is just how difficult it can be in Taiwan to find a venue uh, for uh, theatrical production,、uh, and you were saying that it would, you know, just be really nice to be able to have your own space、uh, for yourself and even for other directors to to just come and know that you know they could they could do something here and it's a you know a reliable spot. You don't have to really worry about any of the complexities of、uh, working with anybody else. Uh, so now, when you're in,、uh, how has that been going? How has it been to have your own space? Well, that's absolutely right. I mean, when I I directed、uh, a Chinese language、uh, translation of the of what is now a hit Broadway show, Hedwig and the Angry Inch.、Um, Here and we spent nearly、uh, we being the production team. We spent nearly a year searching for a suitable space that was small enough where we could build the momentum and and keep it intimate enough for what we felt the show deserved. And so, having having my own space. Was always a dream.、Um, when I would go to all of the popular、uh, local city spaces, I found that I needed to wait six months to a year on a waiting list, and then was only guaranteed one weekend. And I knew that if I was presenting new content, new new shows that had never been seen in Taiwan, I needed I needed some running time for audiences to come in, for for local reviewers to come in, bloggers to see the show, and then have a response and build through the community. So. It was a it was a real necessity to to run and operate our own space, and so we began by starting with shows that ran for two weekends, and now we're up to three weekends. And so now,、uh, as we move into the next next year, the second season, we want to present nine shows. 
per show with some uh, allowance for for adding shows if it turns out that we have a hit. That's unheard of flexibility for the other for the other theater companies in town. And so is this a broader issue in Taiwan, just the fact that uh, there's not a lot of flexibility for uh, people that want to stage theater? Absolutely, absolutely. There are very few uh, viable spaces. I mean, there are new ones that that spring up all the time. I know that I know that uh, that last year there were several event spaces that 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 sprung up. But if you're a um, if you're a small or or new arts group and you want to present to your public or you want to grow your your brand of entertainment with the community, your live entertainment. There are very few places that you can go and present within the next six months. Uh, the most popular ones are are entirely uh, and and most affordable. I should also say are entirely booked up for the next year. So if you if if you need a space, it's it's a really difficult uh, obstacle to overcome. We wanted to just be very simple. You don't need to go through a whole lot of paperwork in order to come in. A lot of the spaces are historical, uh, either historical monuments or or um, important buildings, and so you're not able to touch the walls. You can't do anything that, that touches the floors or the walls or the ceiling. So if you want to move in, you have to use the space as is. That limits, we feel, the creativity of artists, so we've made it just a space where... If you want to paint the walls to match your show, you can do that. If you want to bring in the set, we have a loading dock. You can bring it in. You can set it up. You can attach things to the walls. As long as it goes back to neutral when people are done, we felt like we are able to to provide a, both a, a flexible and creative space that is accessible and and um no, no frills. Like it, we'll make it simple. You want to do a show? Contact contact us, and we'll have you doing a show within a couple months. So you had five shows this year. By the end of the season, it will have been uh, five shows. Next year, you're talking about increasing the runs for shows. Uh, so clearly, uh, sounds like you're getting decent audiences if if you're able to do that. Uh, so has this been a year of uh, expansion? Is that is that kind of the story we're getting here? Absolutely. We started out. It was a it was a dream of uh, of one person. I had um, one other staff member when we when we moved into the space, and we decided let's go. And I kind of with with all of my ambition uh, chose chose five shows that I thought would show just a real wide variety of what was possible in a black box space. And we are now at the tail end of that journey. And now we have uh, four uh, full-time staff and we have a few other part-time staff. We've cultivated a whole um, residential artistic team, including designers, uh, costume designers, audio sound designers, um, uh, set stage designers and and a marketing team that that is really coming together and we feel like we as we become more efficient and are able to to work much more as a team that was really that was really my dream is to sort of bring all of these creative people together have a real team moving forward that is able to um, one possibly bring in uh, guest performers and guest directors and also um, just make the, the production process easier. Now, just based on what you're saying, it really does sound like uh, 
your group and uh, you yourself are, are really at the center of a lot of things uh, going on in uh, the theater world in Taiwan. So I'm just curious uh, for uh, your perspective on, on what direction you see that going in. I mean, clearly, uh, it sounds like what you're really about is trying to give some flexibility to uh, theater producers and some more options. Um, but uh, just more generally, uh, what, what direction do you think that Taiwan theater is headed right now? There are the the mainstays of of Taiwan theater. I mean, there are the companies that have been around since I my day that I arrived in Taiwan, and I came to work at an arts festival, and I was told right away, oh, this is a really well known theater company, and this is a really well known theater company. There are a, a handful. I would say you could count on on two hands, probably ten mainstay theater companies that have been around for twenty to twenty five years. That being said, however, the the producers of those companies are 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 getting older and and the younger generation is starting to shake things up a bit and so there are new theater companies starting all the time and either building on what the previous generation has started or taking things in a completely new direction and so i sort of believe my function moving forward is one to open the door for new and emerging talent whether that's English speaking or or Chinese speaking or creating this uh, sort of uh, space for for a touring group to come in from Vietnam I think I'm I'm really excited about because we're able to bypass the regular institutions and we've sort of created our own little corner where we could where we could have uh, um, touring groups coming in from from Thailand or from Vietnam who also have small performing communities and start to create this Asian uh, interchange circuit. All right, now looking forward, it uh, sounds like uh, you've had a pretty fun year uh, overall. Uh, what is in the works for next year? What, what, what kind of plans do you have uh, as we get into the next theater season? Okay, so the next year will be a little bit about me stepping back and allowing space for new people to, to come in and take uh, some of the leadership positions. I will still be managing artistic director and oversee everything and produce everything, but I directed all five shows over the last year. And while I love directing, it was never my dream or my ultimate objective to be in charge of everything. I would like to create the space and create the opportunity for uh, for the magic to happen around me. So um, we're going to have uh, two guest directors. They're going to co-direct uh, a production uh, of short plays um, that are the most produced short plays in the States, uh, a writer named David Ives. So we'll have a night of short plays by David Ives. David Ives is very funny, very creative, very interesting, and so I'm I'm really looking forward to that. That will happen in March. Then in June, we're really lucky. We're inviting a director who is currently living and working in Bangkok, who's going to come to Taiwan and direct a show called God of Carnage. God of Carnage is a is a, a four person play about two couples at a dinner party that goes um, south. Um, and, and so we're really excited. He's already been uh, communicating with me about what he wants to do. So he's going to come in as our real first international guest director. I'm really excited about what that can lead to. Um, and then finally, I'm going to present a show I've wanted to do for a while, which is an all-hip-hop version of Shakespeare's The Comedy of Airs that I saw off-Broadway 20 years ago called A Bombity of Airs. And it's just amazing. It's just 
all hip-hop. Even though it's Shakespeare's story, it's presented in a way that is, is just amazing. It, it will appeal to young and old, and, and I really can't wait to, to show that. All right, so it sounds like a lot of good stuff in the works. We have been speaking today to Brooke Hall. He is the artistic director of the Lab Space and the producing director of Butterfly Effect Theater. Brooke, thanks so much for speaking with us today. Thanks a lot. Appreciate it. You can learn more about their ongoing show, Wait Until Dark, running through Sunday on their Facebook page.